Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with all three of your favorite mouse moms, Lori. Hi. Jennifer. Hello. And Juliana, I'm back. I know you missed me. So <laughs> it's good to be back. So those of you who know us know that we've done just about everything at Disney World, but we make no apologies about our preference for deluxe vacations and the deluxe resorts. But that doesn't mean that we don't know how to save a penny and be frugal. So today we want to give you our best Disney advice on a budget. So to start off, though, we're going to give you, of course, the Mouska cocktail. Yes. And um, it's the Mouska cocktail on a budget. Not to say that this is an inexpensive cocktail, but you get the most bang for your buck. So we're going to talk about flights. Um, my favorite is the Flight of Moonshine that you can get at Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. It's awesome. We had it there on our trip together in October, and I had to repeat it again when we just went with my family last month. Um, but you can build your own. It's $20. You get three, I yeah. believe. Um, and then you also get some chasers with those so when i was there i had the waitress pick her favorite three <laughs> um and you get a little shot glass of candied pecans and then a shot glass of this spicy jalapeno pickle juice which was like i could have just drank a whole thing of that oh it's yeah. so good i was gonna say when we were there i think three of you were just drinking that i i, I, I think so i'm pretty sure i was just gonna order it as my beverage so it was really it was really good and i know last time we had an apple pie one and a watermelon one and i think the blood orange one um and I told my waitress that, and I said, I, I want to try three different ones. Um, so I don't remember what she gave me. I know one of them was something smoky. Another one was a strawberry one. And I don't remember what the third one was, but they were delicious. Um, my husband um, got, there's a flight of whiskey you can do also. So he got that instead. So it's a good way to like try different several different types of drinks without breaking the bank well i love it especially with moonshine because some of those moonshines are really strong and yeah. they're all really strong but i mean the flavor is super intense that you can't imagine yourself just drinking it on the rocks so splitting it up with maybe a sweet one and a spicy one or or all the different flavors that you can have just gives you a little bit more diversity and it's not something that i do at home like, I don't know. No, no. I don't know. Well, in my distillery in the basement. Um, but we don't have any places around here that I know of. I don't know if any of our listeners are upstate New Yorkers and can correct me on this because I would love to try a place, but. I say no, that's them. all further down south. I was going to say it's a southern thing. Yeah, it's a right. southern thing. This but is a good deal, though. Now. This is a good deal though, too, because you're so each moonshine is like nine to eleven dollars, but you're getting three for twenty. And you get to taste them all, which share with everyone, share it with the adults in the group. And you know, 
I think share. it's a good deal. Well, okay. Or don't share. Keep it to yourself. And I then didn't share, help. and it was plenty. Like three of them was plenty. I would say that would be a fairly good like dinner drink, and for twenty dollars, that's a pretty good deal considering it's three. It's good. good deal. So, well, we're what do we got? Again. News. Sorry, Sorry folks. folks, we don't have professional no, producers. No, we um, don't. Yeah, yeah. So news. News. So we're actually going to go over no, go over the news this week. So, one of the most exciting things is that the People Mover is open. I will I cried. say, I know. I, I will have say, tears when I saw that news. I am a little disappointed it did not open when I was there, but it's finally open. It was super nice to see people and photos from the People Mover and the videos going across social media. So, yay. I could talk about the People Mover for an entire podcast right? episode. We could. Um, and maybe we should add it to the list because this is a ride that has like, some history, some name changes, some design flaws. Like this, this ride's been through it. And um, by the way, it, it, it broke down. It broke down on the first day. Of course it did. Would you expect anything <laughs> else? Of course it did. Just for a little bit, which I find it even more charming. Um, so it's yes. So the big news, it opened, it's going, it's still gonna break down. It it's it's going to. I think they've That's given awesome. up on that one. It but it's an amazing ride head over there and hang out and go around uh tomorrowland so but everyone got i saw photos coming in because they were taking pictures of tron from there and then you get some really cool castle pictures too when it does that circle so so yes ride can i ask a question of our listener in anticipation of our future podcast episode on the people mover Maybe you guys know this. So I had always heard, like, if you can time it right, ride the people mover and catch the fireworks, right? Yep. So I tried this, and I had another family with us. And I was like, trust me. I plan Disney vacations, I know. So we get on the people mover, and it stops during the fireworks. But we were, like, behind another building. So did I just get super unlucky that the stupid thing broke down while – the fireworks were going and I was stuck behind something where I couldn't see them. I don't even remember. Or do they stop it during the fireworks, even if you're sitting on it? I don't think that's the case. No, no I just got really unlucky. Yeah, you just got really unlucky. Yeah, they don't stop it. Um, I've heard that and I don't really understand that because you only really see the castle in like two turn points and right. it's super quick. So it's like, right. it's you true. see the fireworks for what, like 10 seconds as you're it's going true. through and then you're like, and oh. it's done. No crowds though. No crowds. That is that is true. You but the are chance in your that own. you're going to hit it. Well, I mean, if the ride doesn't stop, you're going to hit it because it keeps moving. But um, anyway, I that we're on news. We will discuss again. Yes. Okay. I was going to say the people mover might need to be an entire episode. I can do it. Works. <laughs> yes, I can yeah, do it. There's that too. All right, no. we will revisit. Yes. All right. So the other very exciting news, which is probably more exciting, fine. Um, <laughs> Disneyland's opening on Friday. So Yay! it is finally opening. I watched um, the cast members video that they did um, to welcome cast members back. And it said 412 Aww. days it's been closed, Aww. which is crazy. Um, I know we focus a lot on Walt Disney World. Um, they've been open. It's been great. We've been focusing on that. It is really nice to have, you know, Disneyland open. It's the first park. It was Walt's Park. So having that closed for so long, I mean, I can't even, 412 I, days. I can't wait to get back. 
to Disneyland. Like I am firmly team Orlando, but, but I really loved Anaheim more than I thought I would. And I can't wait to get back there because it really is the OG. Like it, it really. And Jen, because California is um, not letting us in. So that's just it. So this yeah. news comes with a but. Yeah. So this is part of the news is as of right now, you have to be California resident to get into um, Disneyland. But the governor has come out and said that he will allow fully vaccinated non-California resident tourists into the state for the purpose of tourism. But as of right now, Disneyland has said no. So I think Disneyland's just trying to get open. Give them a month. Mm. Get things open. Make sure everything's running smoothly. And then I, I, I don't see why they wouldn't start allowing that in. They also mm. need to figure out that part of it. Because as of right now, everyone has this silly little written card. So we they need to figure that out. But it's good news. Hopefully that is coming. And then I can book my trips to California. And we can go. Yes, moms do Disneyland. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And and I think we need to do it at Halloween. Um, so we can go to their Halloween yeah. party. Halloween would be very good. That's my dream. Yeah. Just FYI, in case you're wondering. I say I just want to get there. I'm in the business of making <laughs> wishes come true. So I can't wait. <laughs> I got you, girl. I got all you. All right. All right. More news. What else? So other news. Um, actually, majority <laughs> all this is pretty much good news. So Boardwalk Inn announced that they are opening for rivals beginning July 2nd. Beach Club said they are opening uh, as a reminder May 30th. The Wilderness is June 6th, and the Polynesian is sometime in July, um, just because they are obviously going through the renovations, so they need to finish that one up. Um, more good news is I get well, Disney Cruise Line is releasing their introduction to their new ship, The Wish. That is on what's today? Two. That's going to be Thursday, the 29th. Yeah, when they're going to unveil that one. So that'll be cool to see. It'd be nice if they could unveil when the cruises are going to start. You know um, what I did read, though, this week? I read that Disney Cruise Line cast members are starting to get called back. I did see that. So that's exciting. Um, there's still a little work to be done on the CDC. Um, but, you know, I, it's great. So hopefully they can get back. I'm optimistic. Um, I did my state of the cruise line industry required training last night. I'm I'm feeling good about the cruise industry. It's coming soon. I was gonna say they just yeah. you just need to get vaccinated people on, test them, be done, move on. So hopefully they figure that out. Um, and the last piece is if you guys have seen on social media, they were filming American Idol this week at Walt Disney World. Um, so they had a whole bunch of the contestants, I guess, going around They're the American Idol specials next week, um, airing next week, but they're all in Walt Disney world. Um, for those John Stamos fans, he was there. Oh, that's why he was there. He, he, I guess yeah. I'm guessing he was a guest something or another with American Idol. Not American Idol. Cause okay. he's not typically on it. Um, but he's Jesse and the Rippers. So he knows about music. He knows about music. <laughs> And he has, do you know, he has a life-size Dumbo in his house from the from the Dumbo ride. He's a huge Disney fan. He's a massive Disney fan. He is part of Club Thirty Three. Um, but oh, me too. That's where I recognize him from. Right? <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah. Neil, Neil Patrick Harris also is a huge fan. I think he has a doom buggy from the Haunted Mansion in his. Life. I love Neil Patrick Harris. Girls, we are losing focus. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we're going to the roundup. All right, the roundup. So top five wait, top five ways to save. So maybe you can spot John Stamos or Neil Patrick Harris at Disney World. Okay. So number five. Oh, Jennifer. <laughs> number five. <laughs> oh, I thought you were raising your hand to answer. Oh. <laughs> I was calling on you. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, number five is um, to stay at a value resort, right? Yeah. So these are the the most um, cost effective. Is that the right word? These are the cheapest. They're, they're the most economical resorts on property. And they're really whimsical. They're, they're fun. They're not like, it's not the I Motel 6. Get, I think they get a bad rap because they're called value resorts. Yeah, but I, you know, like I feel like people have the, these pictures in their minds of like the Rosebud Motel, <laughs> like a rundown, dirty side of the road motel. But these are wonderful properties. Um, they are all, like you said, whimsical and charming. Um, most of them now are totally refurbished. They're beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Um, we just did that thing on on um, the Facebook page, Disney Planning and Chat by Mouska Moms, where you ask people to fancy our feed with their favorite resort pictures. And 90% of the people who posted were posting at values. Pop century. It was all pop yeah. and a, a couple of art of animation, maybe? Maybe. I, pop, pop century. I think that there are benefits to each one of them. I love pop century. Um, those refurbished rooms are amazing. The cool thing is they all now have queen size beds, which is great. Yeah. It is not something you used to see. They all have these hardwood floors or probably laminate floors. Um, great pools and pop centuries by the Skyliner. So I love it. And, and, and lots of food options, right? Like it's just a big food court kind of food court but the cool thing about pop century is literally you can walk over to art of animation which opens up even more food options for you. Say, so and then you can take the skyliner and then go right. over to those properties as well so yeah. certainly the two most popular are art of animation and pop century because of exactly everything you just said not the least of which of course being their access to the skyliner pop century runs a little bit more expensive than art of animation or do i have that backwards no. they're about the same art usually sits above pop okay and then you have pop and then the art of animation too you got to be you know the little mermaid rooms are their standard rooms so okay. you do have to be careful in the sense of you know you are getting a little mermaid room they are the furthest ones back um but then i think all-star movies too lots of people love movies the, the all-star movies the decor everything they are big fan of them um, obviously movies and music sit way below because they don't have that Skyliner option. I right. will say for music though, one of its big pluses is that they have the family suites for six people. So if you have those five, six people and you need more space, it's a, it does tend to be cheaper than two standard rooms. And Which is unusual for suites at Disney, Correct. right? Like suites at Disney usually are more than double 
a, a standard room. And, so and those ones are also cheaper than the suites at Art of Animation. Too. For sure, the suites at Art of Animation can can be almost a high moderate, low deluxe at times. Yes, yeah. and I would say a, big a lot more point, space. Yeah, a big point to these value resorts is I think a lot of people when they're looking at values, they're like, hey, well maybe it'll be cheaper to stay off site. You have to factor everything in. So if you're staying off site, you need to see exactly what transportations they're offering as well to get to and from the parks. Um, if you're renting a car, now you have a rental car and you're going to have parking. So all of these price, all these places have parking at night or per night rates. So I think when you start factoring that in, you know, these values can sit around $200. It's not, you know, it's kind of a normal hotel stay. But if you start looking at the other ones for 150, by the time you add everything on there, you're right. back up and why deal with the rental car and finding your car and it's hot because paying for parking at the, at the resorts right. and, or paying for parking at the parks. It does add up and it does make a difference. Yes. I think another cool tip about staying at a value too is with the money you save, maybe you do something extra like bibbity bobbity for your kids or a yeah. tour or a VIP tour, you know, you can, you can sort of reallocate the budget a little bit if you don't put so much of it into your lodging. Budget. Yeah. And, and I would say too, time is money factor is a yeah. really big consideration also mm. in on property because it's not just the need for a rental car and the need for paying for parking at the, at the theme parks and yada, yada, but it's, you know, being like immersed in the magic, being able to just hop on a Disney transportation to get to the, to the parks Time, time is money, and and you have that capability to be able to, especially when we're getting into summer and it's Orlando surface of the sun hot. Um, being able to go to the parks in the morning and then have time and really not have it be a hassle to get back to your resort to swim for the afternoon and then go back. It's just a it's a time saver too. convenience is huge yeah. on vacation and definitely worth, you know, an extra 20 to 50 bucks a night versus staying off property again when you add everything else in. Yeah. But for those of us who need a little <laughs> bit of pampering on vacation because they're they're still values. They're not deluxe. There's a reason yeah. there's value versus deluxe. Do a split stay. Spend four nights at your value and then give yourself a big hurrah the last night at the Grand Floridian or whatever deluxe is your favorite. That helps save money too. I love that idea. I love that idea for people who, um, you know, if you're going to shell out the money for a deluxe, you're not going to want to be at the theme parks from rope drop to park close because absolutely for amenities that you're not even seeing. Yeah. So if you like play hard for the first four days and stay in your your value resort and just go hit the parks hard, and then take a true vacation from your vacation at the end and book that deluxe resort and actually decompress for a day yeah. and take advantage of these amenities and the gorgeous pools. I mean, yes. that's, that's a great way to do it. And Disney makes it so easy to switch resorts. You just pack up your stuff. I don't know if they're still picking up your bags from your room for you. If you have to bring them down, they pick them up. You just pack up your bags, tell them you're switching. And when you're done, for the day, like you go to the park, you're done for the day, you go to your, your new hotel and your bags are there for you. Yeah, fabulous. That's what we just did because we bounced a lot. So we stayed- People at the do it all the time. 
And um, yeah, when we were ready, we just called down to Bell Services and they sent somebody up and collected our bags. They labeled everything to where we were going. And then we stayed in Hollywood Studios all day. And then when we got back to the Riviera that night to check in, our, our luggage was not in the room. We had to call down to Bell Services and have it brought up, but um, it was easy. They do it's great. Really I was going to say, and I love the idea too of finishing your vacation with like a resort day. Like if you choose to go to like the poly for your last day and you're just like, well, we're going to hang by the pool. And then you have the beautiful castle in the background. You go for a nice dinner. Like yeah. it's a nice it's way to finish it. Yes. There's a million ways to do Disney depending on what you want. But if you're looking to save a buck, but still want a little bit of luxury, this is a nice option. All right. So number four, I think is a little on the controversial side for people. Um, But, but I'm just going to say it. I guess it's controversial, I guess. Yeah. If you need to save money, don't add the park hopper auction. Like this is this is just kind of a no brainer. It adds about a hundred bucks a person, depending on how many days worth of tickets you have. Just like I want to say, just like the tickets themselves, the more days, sort of the price per day goes down. Um, but they're not necessary if you're going to plan ahead. Now, if you're someone who goes to Disney all the time and you like hopping around, then this is where you want to put your money. Go for it. But if you are just going to enjoy each of the parks, there's no reason to go from one to the other. You, it adds money, you lose time in transportation. If you know what you wanna get done and you have a good plan, it just really isn't necessary. I mean, I love it for staying at an Epcot area resort and hopping into Epcot for dinner, but if you're only gonna do that one day, you're paying a hundred bucks just to sit at a table per yeah, person. Before you're paying for your food at that table. Yeah. So uh, you just have to think about what the value is for your trip. If you're, if you want to hop, hop, but if you're only going to hop one day or yeah, I don't know. I will say we yeah. never got park hoppers ever. Um, mm-hmm. We had super young kids. And for us, the tra- the getting the kids from one park to another park and everything else, it was just easier for us. Yeah. It was easier for us with younger kids to just plan it. This is what we're doing this day. This is what we're doing this day. And the only reason we started getting park hoppers, because I got the annual pass and it was included. Um, but I really think this is definitely anytime somebody's like, well, how can I, you know, get some money back? Take the hopper up. You don't do it. For Especially it, now, because you can't hop until two o'clock anyway. Right. right. And so, yeah, they're just not necessary. It's it, it's a different kind of trip when you hop. And I love hoppers when I want to take that yeah. kind of trip. But if you are looking to save money, this is not a necessary add-on mm-hmm. at all. It's a great one, not a necessary one. Okay, number yeah. three is something that I do. But I am also the kind of person who goes to Target on Valentine's Day with my husband, picks out cards and puts them back on the shelf. But this one is buy your, it's a true story, buy your souvenirs before you leave home. Um, so I've talked before about how like Tinkerbell would leave little surprises for my kids in, they're in the room in the morning. These are souvenirs, right? It's not something you buy in the park, but still something that they will always remember. Target's dollar spot has stuff. Yep. The dollar store, if you have a dollar 
tree near you. I was um, say five below has all the stuff. Oh, great. Yeah. Five below. Five below is great because they have t-shirts and they have, they have all sorts of stuff. So if you have older kids or. Teens, yeah. 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 Things to keep your kids occupied in line, like bubbles or the glow sticks I talk about. Um, and they have Disney themed glow sticks. And for little girls, they have Disney themed glow stick jewelry and um, just all kinds of stuff. So you can even go to the grocery store and get Disney gummies for park snacks. You know, oh my, you know, I was one of my kids didn't really eat gummies because I was had a stick, but I would let them have them on vacation, you know, like we they would they would eat, I think there was like a ton of frozen gummies that one trip. I anyway. see. I mean, especially for the little kids for the snacks, those snacks add up. And especially right now with no dining plan that's going on right now. You know, I always came in with a ba gallon baggie of snacks and mm -hmm. it was, you know, you can, if you don't want to order them while you're here and you're here for, or in uh, Disney and you want to bring them down, throw them in your suitcase, grab lightweight snacks, Z bars, applesauces, throw them in. Um, and they are perfect for the kids and they're still going to want a Mickey pretzel, but at least you're lowering the cost down on that part. Um, and a big thing too, is you can bring water in. So if you're driving... Definitely bring, bring water. water. Yeah. Definitely bring water. Because my kids are older. Um, I do let them get souvenirs in the park. But what I do is I give them each a $25 mm -hmm. gift card. And when that $25 is gone, don't ask me for more. So usually we time it right where they're getting those gift cards or whatever. But mm -hmm. Yeah, but, that makes perfect but sense. I'm on budget, and when it's gone, it's gone. You put it on a gift card. They can't. Yeah. They can't change it. Breakfast items too. If you can have grocery delivered, or if you're driving and bring it down with you. If you're not huge breakfast eaters, my family is not. Well, you know, you can get. I think the rooms all have the frid little fridges. You yeah. can bring yogurt yep. drinks. You can make coffee in the room. Um, you can do hot water. So instant oatmeal isn't always an option. All kinds of stuff. Um, granola say, bars, we were whatever. Of, yeah, the breakfast bars and breakfast bars and applesauce packets. And yeah. they would get hungry around 10 or 11 o'clock in which my baggie of snacks would come out. There you but, go. You know, it worked out perfectly because then, you know, especially if you're on the go quickly in the morning. Um, those breakfast items are perfect. Right. Cause we're big fans of getting to the parks first thing in the morning. So yes. if you're not wasting your time picking up breakfast and making sure everyone can sit down and eat it, it saves. Um, that's not to say we're also not huge fans of the pre-park opening breakfast. So if you're there for a multi-day trip, you can treat yourself to big character breakfast when they come back one day, but otherwise eat in your hotel room, eat on the go, eat on a bus. Yeah. And I will say the souvenirs thing I think is huge too. You can find so many cute things that you can give the kids and they can see and you know, they can walk around with and it's going to be different from what they're necessarily going to see in the parks. Um, I think the biggest thing for little kids are the uh, bubble wands. And I will say we had our bubble wand for four years. I just kept passing that thing down to each kid and we would just bring it with us on a trip. Bring it back every time. And we bring it back every time. And I, it finally broke and we bought Logan a new one this year, but we just put it in his bedroom or he uses it. And then we bring it back with us the next time. And, um, and it's about wonderful. those things that you can keep bringing back to the parks, those popcorn buckets. Yes. That well, that's another tip. In any future trips and it's $2 and then the kids feel like they're still getting 
a treat, a yeah, treat that we're buying for them in Disney, but it's two dollars, so. right? Because the- genius popcorn buckets are genius. Nothing you ever bring, even fruit snacks that they're not allowed to have, is ever as good as what they want you to buy for them. So yeah. they always so, want yeah. the box. I'll buy you that popcorn. Yep, two that's bucks. a good idea. Yeah. All right. So one of the biggest tips that I really like is to travel during the off season. So Disney really is um, uh, date based pricing. They they did it officially with tickets about a year or so ago. I can't remember when they changed it, but it's 100 percent true with um, with resorts and packages as well. Um if you have little kids and you can take them out of school, take them out of school. Yep. It's less crowded, generally speaking. It's cheaper, generally speaking. Um, but we get it. You know, some people, some people are tied to schedules and work schedules and school schedules and things like that. So in which case, you can work on three through five. <laughs> but for the rest <laughs> of you who can be more flexible, number two is a really, a really big way to save some money. Even with those school vacations, there are some that are going to be better than others. I mean, Certainly. the most expensive time of the year to go is going to be Christmas week. So yeah. mm-hmm. if you go on a different school vacation because you're bound to those weeks, don't pick Christmas um, if budget is your concern. And the same with the summer. Um, it's going to be considerably more crowded and more expensive if you go around um, 4th of July. But if you go toward the end of the summer, you're going to have less crowds and it's going to, you're going to save a little bit of money. As I say, basically the key is when people don't want to travel, that's when it's cheapest. So when you're, you know, when you're looking for, you know, times to look and you're like, oh, well, this is when school starts. That, that might be the better time there. Um, So, Yes, it is. Uh, September is fantastic. So there's definite times during the years you can do that. I, I think love September. Yes. Um, I think yes. another great point, too, is there's cheaper nights. So when you're staying in a hotel, you know, Sunday through Wednesdays are cheap nights. A lot of people come in, whether they're coming for a long weekend, they're always going to be there on the weekend. So if you can do that and your work allows it and the school allows it, I think a Sunday to a Wednesday is usually the absolute cheapest time. You're going to save in the hotel and then the flights you're going to save too. Mm-hmm. Don't give away all our secrets, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But the number one drum roll, shall we? Jennifer is going to give us our number one. It is the Mouska tip of the day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you for the drum roll. So our biggest number one money-saving hack is going to be use a vacation planner. (laughs) I think the biggest misconception is that you are going to pay more for using a travel agent, and that is just false. Um, I know we say it a lot, but we can't say it too much. Using a vacation planner is free to use their services. And in the end, they'll usually save you money because if they're as good as we are, they're going to tell you all of these hacks. They're going to give you all of this advice. They're going to guide you to booking at the most 
economical resort for your budget. They're also going to be on the lookout for discounts. So even if you book your trip and then two months later a discount comes out, they're going to know that you're not even you're not going to have to keep tag, tabs on that because these professionals who you work with are just going to know it and they're going to be able to apply those discounts to your resort and to your package. So it just makes sense. I don't understand why people don't use travel agents still. I just don't get it. I was going to say, you have these type A people too, which I get, I am type A, you know, where they want to control their vacation and you still totally can. Um, You know, I've had lots of people that are like, well, I want to do the dining and I want to plan this. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, go for it. I will be here if you have any questions, if you need anything, you know, you know, to do with, you know, with your planning and you have questions in regards to what's best, I can definitely give you my opinion, but you want to plan, go for it. Or, if right. I, or and I can be here as your safety net for right. when things change or when, when you really need to get a hold of someone, you don't have to wait on hold for three hours like we do. Or if a promotion comes out, you don't have to be up at four in the morning like we do. I'll still do all of that for you. Correct. But you can, you can do all the fun part of the planning. That's totally fine. We can Correct. do all the good work. <laughs> and this is a big part of this too. Yeah. Is, you know, obviously everything that happened, I mean, you know, lots of people had vacations planned when COVID hit. And I think this even kind of rang home more to people where, why would you not have somebody else handle it for you? Um, you know, we had, you know, flights booked that we just booked and we're still dealing with trying to get a refund and we're at 14 months later. Um, so why would you not have somebody handle that for you? And they're able to get it back and get you answers as quickly as they can because they're finding out the information firsthand. So I think everything, you know, some things are still a little uncertain. You still have a ton of COVID policy changes too and restrictions like California right now. And I guarantee you there's gonna be people that show up that bought tickets that are not from California and they're just not gonna know. Um, So this is... Well, in the same respect, you see all, I see every day on like all the Disney fan sites, people who have purchased their vacation packages totally didn't realize that they needed to make park reservations. And then by the time they realized it, one or more of the parks that they wanted to visit are it's sold out. Talk about not saving any money because now you've got tickets and you can't even go and they're not. Yeah. So now that you've totally wasted your money. Or that poor people that we saw at Universal that showed up with their Disney tickets and they were like, but I have the park hopper. And they're like, no, this is Universal. That that one's really sad to me. That makes me sad. No, this, this just, you know, it's, it's free. There's no fees. There's no nothing. You know, whether you're booking directly with Disney or you're using a travel professional, it's the same cost. So you're already kind of paying for it. So why not use a portion of it? So so definitely that's our number one mouse tip of the day. Use a travel planner. Um, They're worth their weight in gold, especially if they're like us over at Kingdom and Cruise and they don't charge you a planning fee, which most of most good travel agents don't do that. So um, it's kind of a no brainer. So yes. There's your mask a tip. All right. So those are our savings. So hopefully we helped you guys out, save a little bit of money um, to plan those vacations. And, you know, you can get those stimulus checks and tax returns going. Um, so, yeah. So you've squandered another perfectly good af- uh, evening chatting with us. We thank you for that. Be sure to tune in next week. Same Mouska time, same Mouska place, really, 
for <laughs> more of our quirky antics. I didn't write it. <laughs> and as always, for more Disney fun and the latest news, follow along on our Facebook group, Disney Planning and Chat by Mouse Moms. Also look for a giveaway, guys. Um, yes, and then our blog, Mouse Moms with an S, blog.com. See you later, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening and having a drink with us this week. Tune in every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Mouse Moms are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. These traveling moms are signing off. And remember... Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Because we like you.